Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of Project Killing Sin. Today um, I'm joined by a personal friend and an amazing, amazing guy. Uh, I'll give him the privilege of introducing himself. But before we get into that, I uh, just want to lay down the groundwork for the topic for today. We are talking about prayer and fasting. Um, in this radical life, prayer and fasting is the ultimate weapon when it comes to our communication with God and getting the right instruction on how to live the lives that we've been called to live. And it's, it's, it's no wonder that prayer and fasting are one of the two things that have been heavily attacked by the devil. He is totally undermining the effectiveness, the need, and the urgency for prayer, and even more for fasting. Um, a lot of young people today, well, in my experience, um, and the people that I've talked to, have really not um, seen the essence or the urgency, like I said, in fasting especially, and their prayer lives are very wanting. Uh, so today we're just going to look at what that looks like when it comes to living the radical life, when it comes to the things that God has called us to do. Uh, but before we get into that, I'll mm. allow this amazing individual to introduce <laughs> himself. <laughs> wow, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Israel. This is so amazing. Mm -hmm. um, yes, for guys that don't know me, my name is Kevin Tindy. Mm -hmm. I have quite a number of few titles, but I don't <laughs> want to go by them. The nah. best title that I can have is a child of God. Oh gosh, <laughs> you can like you can at least give us one title, the one that people know you by the most. I'm a chef. <laughs> Man Cook Monday. Yes. 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 Oh wow, you're so modest. Um, I think I'll just go ahead and say it. He's a pastor. Uh -huh. uh, pastor Kevin Tindy is <laughs> uh, the youth leader, the youth Come pastor. On. Right, ICC Mara, uh, a gifted, a gifted individual, and I, I thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Um, okay. This is this is honestly uh, from the bottom of my heart. I really, really appreciate it, and being with with me on this journey um, from you know when when it was just an idea hmm. to right now when we're actually recording and it's going out to people. Hmm. It's such an amazing thing, and it's amazing because of the prayer that we put into it. Yeah. It's 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 amazing because of the communication with God because we didn't just decide to do it right. I didn't just decide to do it, and I've seen things in your life yeah. where you didn't just decide to do it. It was the idea comes and we yeah. take it to God, and even before the idea comes, we're seeking God, asking Him, "What do you want me to do? Yeah. Like what what how how do I navigate this life you've given me? How do I use the platform you've given me when it comes to preaching, mm. when it comes to teaching, when it comes to the book that you've written? Yeah. You know, um, Pastor Katie has written an amazing book, um, Lifted, yeah. and there's another book that's out already. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. It's, it's coming. Um, and 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 like it's 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 amazing that these that that these things come from a place of initial prayer and just seeking God earnestly. Yeah. And this is something that has been lost, especially for young people. True. Like we're living in a world where everyone is just about like the, the message of the world is go out and get it. And yeah. this is a good thing, but when we miss out on first of all calming ourselves and listening to what the creator of the universe has to say mm. to us, like if he if if he would give us the go ahead. Yeah. We really, really like misjudge, misfire, and we end up doing a lot of crazy things that God is not part of. So today we just want to explore what prayer and fasting looks like. Yeah. And um, yeah, just want to hand it over to you. Like for you, what what is prayer and fasting? Um, let, let me just start by saying this, that I think my, not I think, <laughs> I was taught when you have a degree, you don't say you think. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I was taught that um, not taught. Um, I can say my entire life has been shaped by prayer and fasting. Mm. And it's amazing and interesting at the same time because I look at the, at the benefits and the blessings that I'm stumbling on mm -hmm. and I'm walking in. Yeah. Even in this current time and age, yeah. it's as a result of prayer and fasting. Yeah. So for me, I'll say, um, prayer and fasting, they go together. Mm. And uh, you see, you get to fast because you've 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 learned from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I can basically define um, just fasting as voluntary 
voluntary ab- 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 abstaining or mm. abstinence from food. Mm. Yes. And uh, and uh, prayer, I'll, I'll use one of the wisest people I've known, um, the late Miles Monroe. Yeah. Um, he said that prayer is earthly license mm-hmm. for heaven's intervention. Athlete so imagine, intervention. yeah. Here. So imagine when you mix prayer and fasting, mm. as in you are going without food, mm-hmm. but you are seeking heaven's intervention, yeah, because you have an earthly license, yeah, yeah. And you yeah, see something about um, prayer and fasting, even as you as you abstain for from food mm-hmm. for a specific amount of time, mm-hmm. you get to the place where you receive spiritual power yeah. to be able to operate. Yeah. Because heaven's intervention comes in a manner that God empowers you and now uses you yeah. to yeah. achieve and accomplish his purposes. Yeah. Yes. Well, that, you, you've just mentioned so many gems and <laughs> there's there's something spe- specific that I want to pick on. Uh-huh. And um, when you said, because I've heard you say that before to me, the, the definition of prayer, um, earthly yeah. license for heaven's intervention. Yeah. And... I want to bring it closer in, in terms of a question with the theme of this season, which is the radical life. Yeah. What what does radical living have to do with heaven's intervention? Mm. Uh, I, I would ask you that in relation to your experience as a youth pastor. Okay. Seeing seeing how like seeing the the needs of the youth today. Mm. How does the people being called for a radical life, or we can even say for a revived life? Okay. How does prayer, going off that definition of heaven's intervention, how does that play into the radical life? Um, let me let me explain it this way. Um, <coughs> I, I remember there's a time I went to Malawi. Um, I mm-hmm. went to Malawi for like five days. That yeah. was 2015 there. Yeah. And uh, I remember every day I was having like a session um, towards a church being built, a youth church being established yeah. in Lilongwe. Yeah. So I, I was giving them like um, information and they were learning from me. So one time the mm-hmm. guy that was hosting me, the pastor, told me, um, I, I, I want us to go for lunch mm-hmm. with other uh, white missionaries and you will be among them and we just have some time. Mm. So me, I, I I was just picking some information that they were sharing there, and they were saying yeah. that um, Islam in Malawi is actually escalating; it's on the rise. Mm. And they said something. One person there said something that really blew my mind. Yeah. They said that if you continue, um, if you continue to 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 obey and go as per what the Bible says, if yeah. you obey everything, yeah you become like Paul. Mm. And they said, if you become, like, as in if you, if you follow what the, the Muslim, um, Nini, the Quran says, mm-hmm. you become like radicalized, like, um, mm. uh, like Al-Shabaab, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, wow. So these two extremes actually work. And you see, for you to be a right, radicalized um, 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 Christian, whereby mm-hmm. you obey and you follow everything, you can actually become like Paul because you now get an understanding yeah. that the life that you live is not yours. Mm. And you have, yeah. you have the understanding and the mindset and you, you, you know that now you're not living for your own yeah. or living for your own self, but yeah. it's also for other people. And there's a reason as to why you are in this world. Mm. It's for a purpose. So that's why you tap into that and, and you walk a radicalized life. You walk yeah. like Paul. You see the way Paul actually knew his true calling mm-hmm. to the Gentiles, as in nothing could take, could take him down. Yeah, and yeah, for yeah. me, I think he lived a radicalized life mm-hmm. in a manner that he was following the scriptures to the core. Yeah, it's not yeah. about just um, um, quoting and, and reading. That is how our culture today is, most of us. Mm-hmm. But it's about knowing the person that actually came with the scriptures. Yeah, knowing yeah. God is a different point from just knowing about God yeah, and yeah. quoting what he's saying. Yeah. So I, I, I tend to think when you actually get to know who who you are and and, and who you are in Christ, yeah. you become someone who lives a radicalized life mm-hmm. in a manner that prayer and fasting becomes part of you. Yeah. Because you know that every time you need um, 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 the, the, the heaven's intervention yeah. in yeah. this world that you live in. Yeah. 
Yeah. Let me bring this example of this guy Moses. Mm-hmm. As in you see God used Moses. As in Moses had a part to play. Yes, we know that God can do all these things. Yeah. We know that God can part the sea, God can do, but it's actually a privilege mm-hmm. that as you live that radicalized life, yeah. God is looking for someone that he can use so that other people will actually benefit from it. Mm, so that yeah, when you spend that, when you are in that place of prayer mm-hmm. and fasting, you receive that spiritual power yeah. to be able to operate because you now have a backing yeah. of heaven. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. And you've, You've, you've actually touched on something that I really, really wanted to talk about today, and yeah. that's the, the idea of obedience in prayer. Mm. Um, going back to what you were speaking about, Paul, mm. uh, he was very successful in his ministry. Yeah. And he was only successful because he was obedient yeah. when he was praying. Yeah. But the obedience didn't always look um, glamorous. It didn't yeah. always look comfortable. In yeah. fact, we would argue that, well, not, not argue, it's very evident from his story that he really suffered you yeah. know he had a physical yeah suffering he was yeah he was shipwrecked bitten by lashes. snakes lashes he was yeah. imprisoned yeah. And, but 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 then when you read his his letters without having the context of where he was you would think he was the freest man alive yeah you know he he he's uh, quoted saying things like you know um to live is christ to die is gain yeah. you know and even in chains he's uh, quoted saying you know uh, but what what shall i choose today mm. you know it, it's it's it just blows my mind because it shows that he understood something that a lot of us don't understand today especially as young people mm. when it comes to living the radical life mm. um the the first thing is the radical life costs us yeah. It really, really does. Yeah. And when it comes to prayer, having the mindset that God's intervention in my life mm. is not equal to me being comfortable, mm. especially physically. Yeah. I will be comfortable in my spirit because I'm resting in Christ. I'm resting in God. I am filled with the Holy Spirit, but yeah. I will not be comfortable in my life. And it creates a very interesting tension because now we are confronted with the with the thoughts of do i pray into my career do i pray for success in my education do i pray for you know um for for my family to be restored do i pray for sickness mm. to go away or will that make me just comfortable and i'm just going to end up um being very apathetic or very detached from from god mm. so i guess I don't know if it's a question or a comment, but there's a lot of wisdom that goes into prayer. Yeah. Um, let me let me just try by saying this. First of all, you find that if someone is struggling with prayer and fasting, uh-huh. they are struggling with the word. Yeah. Because it starts from there. And when it comes to prayer, as you submit, uh-huh. when you're being like, um, for lack of better words, radicalized in yeah. the in the extreme that I spoke about, the extreme of Paul, uh-huh. um, you get to the place that you pray the word. You don't pray according to how you want things to go. Yeah. And you find Jesus was at the place that he was about to go to the cross. Yeah, he yeah. said, Lord, as in if you could take this cup, but uh-huh. let your will be done. Yes. There's yeah, a place yeah. also Paul prayed, God remove this um, um, the thorn, from the my thorn. Flesh. yes, yeah. thorn in my flesh, remove it. Mm. But you find later God is saying, as in, I won't remove it, but I will give you the, the strength. Yes, and yeah. the grace for you to yeah. go through. In fact, there is a way that I am using this thorn. Mm. And you find that since we have to pray the word, mm-hmm. God brings us to a place whereby um, um, we, we, we pray from a place of understanding. Mm. We pray from a, from a place of obedience and yep. from a place of, of faith. Yeah. And yeah. something about, about obedience is, obedience is you just do without questioning. Mm. And yeah. also something called delayed obedience is actually disobedience. That's true. And that God wants us to operate from a place of obedience yeah. in a manner that obedience go together hand in hand with faith. Mm. And sometimes, you know, when it comes to the place of obedience, you may look so foolish. Yeah. Yeah. You may look so foolish and, and stupid for lack of better words. Yeah. Um, 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 look, at, look at Noah. 
God mm-hmm. is telling Noah build an ark and he's telling Noah build an ark at a place that um uh, rains during those days used to come from underground mm-hmm. and God is telling Noah rain is going to come from up as in what is that mm-hmm. you see it doesn't it make no sense, sense yeah. but it's actually something that will make faith mm-hmm. it builds your faith as yeah. long as god had say has said something his word is final and his word is mm-hmm. true yeah. meaning that it will come to the place that it will be accomplished and it will be fulfilled yeah. and it strengthens your faith so for me i'm thinking when we get to that place of just obeying what the scripture says mm. because we you know you know it's so easy to quote um like jeremiah 29:11 that god has great plans yeah. but yeah. it's difficult to quote a scripture like the one that you're saying mm. for me to live is christ to die is gain yeah it's so difficult hard, but yeah. god is calling us to be at a place of obedience mm. and i'm looking and i'm also learning that when we obey god mm-hmm. it's like a a a, a precedence of miracles to happen yeah. in our yeah. lives yeah. look at almost everywhere in the bible the people that obeyed mm-hmm. i'll just give one in john chapter 2 mm-hmm. the disciples were told do as he says yeah do as he says there was no no more wine left and yeah. they were told just fill this jars with yeah. water yeah and you see after them doing that everyone was satisfied yeah. in fact they got the best mm. wine that that you can even you that even guys were like wow as in we can't believe where did this wine come from yeah. and you yeah. see there's a there's a there's a blessing mm-hmm. that comes with forgiveness oh yeah so obedience does not wait yeah wow wow <laughs> that is that's amazing and it's it's actually interesting that you mentioned um the book of john um mm. when when they were obedient in in the instructions that they were given yeah but then we go lower into john chapter 18 this is 10 to 11 mm-hmm. and the context of this is just as jesus is you know he has gone to pray yeah. and he is getting arrested yeah. and we see the let me say the flip side of obedience and its cost you mm-hmm. know um so i'm i'm just going to read it out and then give the context for it so okay. john 18 10 to 11 i'm li- i'm reading from the new living translation and it says then simon peter drew a sword and slashed off the right ear of um malchus and malchus the high priest slave but jesus said to peter put your sword back into a sheath shall i not drink from the cup of suffering the lord has ge- the the father has given me and it's it's a very interesting dynamic because um if you, if you read the in its full context you'll see that Jesus was he had he had uh, gone to pray and mm. the reason he had gone to pray is because his heart was so heavy yeah and this is after he has come from saying the famous words lord not my will but yours be yeah, done yeah and his his heart is very very heavy and if you read after this verse mm. in 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 other books it talks about how he says do you not know that i have power yeah. and i can call down legions yeah. to, like by my side yeah but he was very obedient in his prayer yeah. and we see the dynamic of Simon Peter where because Jesus had taken three of his disciples to go pray with him mm. and it was Simon Peter John and uh James and John mm. so Peter has come from praying and he has seen and he has heard because Jesus has been telling them that you know I'm I must be sacrificed I am I am going to be sacrificed I'm going to die yeah and we see Peter going from this stance of prayer mm spending an hour you know falling asleep getting back up um but now when when the like when it comes down to it and he is confronted by the quote unquote answered prayer because yeah. it it is an answered prayer for us today that mm. Jesus suffered and took our sins mm. but when he is confronted by that difficult situation where he has to obey mm. he takes matters into his own hands yeah and it's an echo to what we do today like it's very easy for us to obey the the small sacrifices true you know like it's 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 very easy for us to go into prayer and when it doesn't cost us that much mm. we're so eager and we're ready to give it up mm. but the moment it costs us so much cuz someone Peter really loved Jesus yeah true really 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 loved Jesus and he's seeing a friend mm. going to die and all of a sudden all the prophecies by Isaiah all the all, all the words spoken even by Jesus throughout yeah. his ministry they didn't mean anything he's yeah. just in this very emotional state and mm. he does something you know very silly but something that we do as well mm. sometimes like we're confronted by prayer and the cost is so high that we're like you know what 
no, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. And we take matters into our own hands. So maybe you can tell us more about that. Like, has it ever been something personal for you in your life or something that you've seen that you've been confronted by the cost being too high and that temptation to take matters into our own hands? Yeah, there are, there are many, many there are many, many things. And uh, one instant I remember in 2009, mm-hmm. and God was telling me, I want you to leave this place that you are working. Um, guys used to come and play PlayStation games and I will charge them like 20 shillings. That's like 20 cents mm. of a dollar. And uh, guys will come and God told me, leave this place. But I was like bargaining with God. So you want me to leave? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. will I go? As in yeah. the only thing I have is a driver's license. Mm. And I think with the driver's license, at least I can drive someone crazy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but now you know it's I knew, hard. I knew you know, it was coming. I knew, <laughs> you know, you know I knew the puns were coming. You know now it's hard to drive someone crazy because <laughs> fuel prices have gone up. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So um, I I remember struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, I I started bargaining with God and I started saying ah, I don't think so because you see when when I'm leaving this place that I'm earning mm-hmm. and God was pulling me towards the church. Yeah. And, and you know, the mindset that I had concerning the church is that the church doesn't have money. That's mm. why people even take money there. And, uh, and, uh, I, I started bargaining and I was like getting to a place of praying against that mm. which I was praying. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know, it's so funny that sometimes we run away from what God is calling us to. Mm. And Jonah, what, uh, uh, like Jonah. Yeah. And what God is calling us to is something that will be life changing. Mm. And and like I said, obedience does not wait. Until how long will we fight God yeah. in disobedience? Until how long? And mm. another thing while you're speaking that came to my spirit is like, you see, the more we read scripture, mm-hmm. the more God sets us up to a place that he wants us to just do what he's saying. Yeah. And you see, when we do that which he's saying, it's for our own benefit. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes it's for the benefit of other people. So would you want to see your life be different? Would you want to see the life of other people also be different in terms of transformation and, and change? Mm. It all boils to obedience because mm. we have to get to the place of studying scripture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Man, that's that's amazing. And, and again, just going off of obedience as you go into the part about fasting. Mm. It's very interesting that most times when we pray, especially Mm. today, because we know that the world is just moving mad in every single way. So there's an urgency to pray. Yeah. And some of the things that I've seen God do in my life and in my friends' lives has been, as soon as you pray, there's this urging or there's this um, demand almost. Not not even demand. not like not even almost it is a demand to go into fasting as well yeah and fasting is something that has really been downgraded and even discarded completely Mm. because right now it's it's very difficult to find time to fast Mm. and that's an excuse you know people just say i have no time to fast and like you even wonder fasting is you doing nothing like it's, it's it's you taking time to pray when you would be doing other things so it's it's a substitution for the way you spend your time it's not adding extra things to the times you know to how you spend your time but it's 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 just very i'd say first disheartening but it's also such a scheme of the devil to to make fasting such a secondary thing mm. because now fasting has been has been left to the wider church. You know, mm-hmm. when we have the 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 church coming and doing a, a season of prayer and fasting. Yeah, it's once a year, January. Yeah, once a year in January for the 21 days, and that <laughs> yeah. takes us for the whole year. Yeah. You know, then it's, it's also been left to the preachers and those high up in ministry because apparently they're the ones who need to fast more. Mm-hmm. But in the quest for this radical life, I would argue that fasting is essential really 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 essential and you know we could get into that but what i want to focus on when it comes to fasting is the very real reality Mm. of the temptations that come before during and after fasting because this is when the devil is most active Mm. and we see it in the in the bible in matthew 4 1 2 it says um then jesus was led into the wilderness uh, to be tempted there by the devil 
for 40 days and 40 nights he fasted and became very hungry. So it's it's a very interesting dynamic with seeing the Holy Spirit leading the Son of God mm. into this place of fasting, which is beneficial, yeah. but it's also a place where there will be temptation and testing. Mm. Um, what's your take on that? Um, you, know, you know, one of the most powerful tools that we've been given, because there are many tools that we've mm-hmm. been given. One is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Mm. The other thing is fasting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this story in Mark chapter 9. Mm-hmm. You find that the disciples had tried to cast out something um, to, yeah. to heal a yeah. young man. Mm. And uh, they were defeated. They couldn't do that. Yeah. And then Jesus just went and it just happened like yeah, yeah. in a snap. Yeah. You, know, you, know, you know, one thing that I picked from there... This is as a result of Jesus sneaking out at times and going to pray. Mm. You see, um, there's even a time in Matthew chapter 6 that the disciples went to Jesus and said, teach us to pray, not how to pray, teach Teach us us to to pray. pray, Because they will see Jesus go and pray, and when he would come, there were results. Meaning that private prayers lead to public victory. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you see, yeah. so so when you spend time, you spend like hours, you spend the longest time mm-hmm. when you're alone with God, mm-hmm. intimacy with God. And another thing that I've learned when you spend time with God, your authority comes from the point of intimacy. Mm-hmm. That's why Jesus will say short prayers, mm-hmm. like, Father, I give thanks, yeah. 5,000 are fed. Yeah, yeah. Lazarus, come out. Mm-hmm. As in, there's no point I will see Jesus make long prayers in public mm. but in private he will spend time yeah, hours so you hours, see yeah. that was where his authority where that is where he found his authority mm. so back to this story in mark chapter 9 mm-hmm. jesus comes and just casts out the demon yeah. I, I think it was a demon or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah, and 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 jesus because he was going into convulsions and mm. he was throwing himself and all those things and then jesus was asked how did you do that i'm paraphrasing yeah. and jesus said some things are not won by prayer alone mm. but by prayer and fasting, and fasting meaning that you seek spiritual power yeah so mm. in your moments of intimacy with God, in your moments where you're getting your authority, Mm. you are at a place that you're also being enriched when it comes to spiritual strength. Mm. Daniel, in the book of Daniel chapter 9, as in he started praying and fasting, Mm. and the angel of the Lord was sent to him, and and he was told, the thought that you had of just fasting, Mm. your prayer was answered. Mm. Imagine. Just the thought. Imagine just the thought. And 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 uh, there's a guy that was giving a story in the in the spiritual world, um, and he was saying that these mm. people that serve the enemy they yeah. fast up to forty eight days, mm. and they get more power. And yeah. this guy who converted to Christianity, he was saying that even a Christian that fasts three days, mm. as in you have more power than this guy who is fasting the, all those for days. The, for the forty eight days, yeah. As in it's so it's so key when it comes to, to, to fasting, because mm. fasting and prayer, when they go together, it's like it's like Elijah and Elisha coming together. Yeah. You see how an explosion can yeah, be able yeah. to happen. I, yeah. I believe that as Christians, when we get to that place that we want to live a radicalized life, mm-hmm. we get to the place whereby we apply prayer and fasting. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and it's not like once a year, mm. but we do it occasionally. Yeah. We do it occasionally so that we also get to just um, tap into the, the face of God, to seek yeah. Yeah. the face of God. Because when you seek a face, you're able to see the mood, you're mm. able to see the communication, the nonverbals. Yeah. And that's yeah. how God speaks. So when we seek his face in prayer and fasting, mm. he will speak to us and maybe tell us, go this direction. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Wow. From what you're saying, the image that was coming into my head was this whole idea of wearing sunglasses mm-hmm. and the sunglasses that that I was imagining they're very like they're oiled up you know so mm-hmm. you can't see anything mm-hmm. and what fasting does mm. it kind of gives you this opportunity to take off those sunglasses yeah. and see clearly yeah and in this world that we're living in there's 
so many quote-unquote sunglasses. True. And some people are, are, are like walking around with 20-20 vision, yeah. but they have 10, 10 pairs of sunglasses. Like they're, they're wearing 10, 20 pairs of sunglasses. You mm. know, they have the sunglasses of social media, the sunglasses of relationship, the yeah. sunglasses their of Their own perspectives. Business. Yes, their, their own perspectives. Ideologies, teachings. Exactly, like spirituality, all these mm. practices, yoga and all these things. And they're all just sunglasses. Yeah. And they have good vision, but they can't see mm. because there's this veil. And what fasting does, it's, it allows us to kind of, well, by the power of the, of the spirit, obviously, to take off these sunglasses and to begin to see clearly. Mm. And for me personally, like when, when I get a new perspective that's fresh, ah. I like to stick to it. You know, okay. like when my eyes are open, I want them to remain open because I'm seeing things very clearly. Like when the, you know, when I'm in a room and I've turned on the lights and I can see things, the last thing on my mind is turn off the lights. Because yeah. it's like, I I like that I can see things clearly. Yeah. And that's what fasting is for me. Mm. And like prayer prayer and fasting. But the, 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 the thing that I want to pivot on is this whole idea of prayer and fasting being a communication with God. Because most times in my life, I know that I've done this where it's been, my prayer and fasting has been basically me coming to God with a list of my needs yeah. and putting them on the table. And saying, okay, um, God, this is what I want. This is what I need. Mm. Thank you. It is done in your name, in the name of Jesus. Goodbye. I'll see you next time. Mm. And I spend months, even years, just speaking, 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 but not listening. Mm. Yeah. So it's, what do you have to say about that? The, the, the whole idea of, of, of how prayer should actually be when it comes to communication, uh-huh. prayer and fasting. You know, you know, you know, one thing. Once we know that we are a child or we are children mm-hmm. of God, as in we know that there are some things, by the way, I wanted to share this earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some things that you won't struggle with, mm. and there are some things that you even don't have to pray for. Mm. <laughs> because you are at a place that you are walking with God, you are so in tune mm-hmm. that. You know, you know, as in it's like both you and God know. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, you, you, you find this scripture. The Bible says, Enoch walked with God mm. until he was normal. You know, it's a very small portion of scripture and yeah. you can just skimp over it. Yeah. And I found out that he walked with God in his prayer life. Mm-hmm. He walked it with God in his fasting. He walked with God in terms of asking God, what should I do today? What yeah. should I yeah. do tomorrow? Yeah. Where, what should I do in this situation? As in, he was seeking God in all circumstances, in yeah. every yeah. situation. So one of the things that I'm thinking is, the more we involve God, we will know when God is telling you to move. Mm. When God is telling you not to move, when God is telling you, ah, this part, I, I won't do it because I can't do everything for you. There are some things yeah. that you yeah. yourself need to do. Mm. You know, you know, you can get in your work with God, you can get to a place that you either pray for what to wear mm. or don't even pray. Mm. Because you see, you're maturing, you're maturing. Mm. And there are some things that you don't need to pray because God has a bigger assignment. I know it may sound weird and it Mm. may sound like (laughs) a bit biblically off, but that's the truth. There are some things that you don't even have to pray for Mm. as you continue to grow. Because you are are in tune with the Holy Spirit in a manner that he knows, so he dispenses. Yeah. Everything that you need, yeah. because we see we see there are quite a number of people in the in the Bible. Yeah. I, I I know of some of the pastors. There are some things that they don't pray for mm. because they moved f- from that level to another level. Yeah. Now some yeah. things that they are praying for, like for example, for me, I don't think I need to pray for a job mm. because I already have a job. Yeah. So yeah. there are some yeah. other things I pray for mm. because based on my work with God. I, I, I need to be in tune with the Spirit so that I get to hear yeah, what, what God is saying, saying yeah. um, especially when it comes to the church, yeah, yeah. Um, also my personal life, mm. uh, my marriage life, and all these other things, yeah. the projects that He would want me to embark on, mm. so that I'm, I'm at a place that, as in, I, I know what to pray for exactly. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. something that you mentioned as I finished. Um, there's something that you mentioned. Do you know there's a place in the Bible that David was told, you don't have to fight this battle? Mm. Um, there's another Goliath that came in the book of Second Samuel. He came later. Yeah, David yeah, yeah. wanted to go fight him, but David was told, 
you this is not your battle mm. in other words could it be that there are times that we are fighting other people's battles oh yeah yeah most definitely <laughs> yeah most definitely yeah. A- a- and god is calling us to walk with him in a manner that we know which battles to fight yes, yes, which battles yes. not to fight yeah yeah and that can only come from being sensitive in prayer yeah and realizing that it's not about me saying things to god it's mm-hmm. about speaking and listening yeah because sometimes i mean not all, all the time we go to god with our own limited understanding yeah and he welcomes us you know he says come as you are you know come let us reason the scripture after scripture that welcomes us to come as we are but the overarching thing that makes prayer prayer mm. is the idea that we're hearing from heaven hearing from god mm. and you know I, i thank you so much for sharing that and in in relation to this radical life that we're choosing to live as christians today we need to slow down and kind of just listen to what god is saying yeah true because like you said we're we're out here fighting battles that are not ours to fight and there are many voices so so many voices yeah. i mean the the media itself is yeah. like a million voices yeah. you know you have so many platforms social media platforms that all, all are speaking different messages true and when we're not sensitive to the voice of god mm. we're not sensitive to like we're not we're not fixing our eyes to the things above we end up fighting every single thing that comes our way when God is simply saying this is not your fight this yeah. is not where I've called you yeah and we burn out you know yeah. and 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 we and we and like we just we're always on low energy because the things that we're given the energy that we're given is going into places that God never wanted us to go into as Christians yeah um, can I can I can I say something back from Matthew chapter 4 mm-hmm. um and uh the life of Jesus yeah um but before that do you know that if we are going against what God has told us mm-hmm. we're actually going in our own strength yes yes that's true that's hey, very true that one especially <laughs> happens in relationships anyway <laughs> let me just go back um Matthew chapter 4 mm-hmm. it's like Jesus was set up for trouble mm mm-hmm. and he was empowered by the holy spirit yeah. he was led by the holy spirit into trouble mm. and he was at a place of prayer and fasting and you see jesus was hungry mm. at that particular time he hadn't fasted for 40 days mm. uh, he hadn't eaten sorry yeah, for 40 days, days. Yeah. and you see the enemy checked in at a time that Jesus was so vulnerable especially mm. in his point in his place of need yeah 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 so is it okay for me to say that the enemy tempts us at our points of need oh yeah yeah definitely ah, definitely <laughs> and 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 can i go deeper yeah go on go on go on <laughs> and and it's it's so interesting mm-hmm. that every time the enemy will go to Jesus and tempt him mm-hmm. you see the temptation that comes from satan is to destroy. Mm. So Satan wanted to tempt Jesus so that he will destroy him. Yeah. But what did Jesus use? He used the word, the of, word God, of God, which yeah. is the sword of the spirit. Mm. You see the importance of knowing the word yeah. and you apply it in prayer and fasting. Mm. Oh my God. You see what happened? Jesus yeah. used the word and said, "It is written." Mm. it is written that this and this shall not i i don't know whether you can open that please yeah um it he said it is written so it's so amazing that when the enemy comes to tempt us so that he will destroy us and you see the enemy tempts us oh. so that he comes and accuses us he comes yeah, and yeah. accuses us now where will where, where will you find help from you see you're just a loser you see there's mm. no way you can be able to make that but yeah, jesus yeah. used the word to set an example and this is how we should also be mm. the more we know scripture you see the bible says that the bible is the sword of the spirit yeah, meaning yeah. that we are allowed to use weapons yeah for the weapons of our warfare are not Kano yeah, no Kano yeah and you see if if you're given a sword you'll use it you'll use it mm. based on how acquainted you are With to sword, it yeah yeah so the more you know the word the more you will say it is written yeah. when the enemy comes to tempt you at at your sexual need you can you can say it is written mm. that mm. 
God has told me to stay pure until, until the marriage. day I get yeah. married. Yeah. When the enemy comes and he wants to tempt you at your place of need, you know you you need a job and he's mm. telling you to compromise. Mm. And you will mm. say no 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 no. It is written that promotion does not come from the east or the west, but okay. it comes yeah. from God. Yeah, yeah. You see, when you're going through like a difficult time, maybe you're, you're losing your mind and mm. it's depression that is checking in. Yeah, and then yeah. when, when the enemy comes and tempts you, mm. what do you say? It is it's written, written that whatever is pure, whatever is, as in life Only, and death, yeah. so I am speaking life. I, I, am, mm. I am not thinking of death. I am not thinking of, of losing my mind, even yeah. though it, it seems like it. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. see how it is important and it is efficacious mm. when we apply the word and also prayer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's, it, here's the... Hey, I started the preaching. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> That's why you're here. Um, so I found it's in Matthew 4. So uh, previously with got into just uh, verse 1 and 2. So verse 3 says, During that time, the devil came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus told him, No, the scriptures say, People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Mm-hmm. And the devil took him to a holy city, Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and to the highest point of the temple, and said, If you are the Son of God, jump off. For the scriptures say, this is very interesting. The yeah. devil can use scripture. Yeah, he and knows. If you, and 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 if you don't know the full context of scripture, yeah. we, we fall into it. Very interesting. So he says, um, and the scriptures say, he will order his angels to protect you, and they will hold you up with their hands, so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. Jesus responded, the scripture always say the the the, the scripture also says, you must not test the Lord your God. Next, the devil took him to the peak of of a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Mm. I will give it all to you, he said, if you will kneel down and worship me. Get out of here, Satan, Jesus told him. For the scriptures say, you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil went away and angels came and took care of Jesus. Mm. So, So are you seeing, like it's very interesting that, you know, Jesus spoke with so much authority. Like yeah. when you see, he said, he said, get out of here, Satan. But he backed up that statement with reference to the word. Mm. I think as Christians today, we have the confidence of telling the devil to leave, but we don't have anything to back up. Like, yeah. so, okay, you tell the devil to leave. You, you know, cast out this evil spirit, cast out, you know, speak against this bad situation. Yeah. But what if that bad situation could speak to you and say, on whose authority? Mm. Are you are you casting me out from? Yeah. You know, and we see this in the Bible. In um, I can't remember the the, the, the exact scripture, but um, it was this woman who was possessed, mm-hmm. and there were some people who wanted to cast her out. Mm. And she said, um, "Paul, I know. Uh, yeah. Jesus, I know. It's but, Acts nineteen. Yeah. Yes. But Acts who 19. are you? Yeah. But who are you? Mm. And it's the same for us as Christians today. Like the spirits know God." They know Jesus. They know the Holy Spirit. But who are you? Yeah. You know. So if we're operating without the authority, like the the founded authority on the Word of God, being mm. able to confidently say it is written when we speak into any situation and when we're praying, even mm. then, when like we're not really operating in authority, like you said. Yeah. Um, also, when it comes to fasting, there are many many places mm-hmm. the Bible speaks about fasting. Yeah. Um, from the Old Testament, you find guys fasted. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, um, um, this this guy Moses, mm. he fasted. We look at um, Esther, she fasted. Yeah. We look at um, this guy, the fishy guy, um, <laughs> Jonah. Jonah. Jonah, as in he fasted. Yeah. Um, when we go to the New Testament, mm-hmm. we find that guys fasted. Yeah. yeah. Um, the 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 story in Mark chapter 9 you mm-hmm. find that um, Jesus was speaking about fasting you find Paul when he went when he he was converted and he went to Arabia and Jerusalem yeah. and in the wilderness and 15 years there's mm. a place he mentioned that he fasted yeah, so yeah. fasting is actually part of a Christian's life 
Yeah. And also to tie, to add on to that, we find that there are different types of fasts. Mm. There are different types of fast. You find there's a dry fast one that you just um, take um, and you have dry jokes. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, um, um, as in you, you just take, you, you don't take anything. Yeah. And uh, this one, Moses and uh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. You find there's a fast that you can take um just um um fluids yeah. you can take you can take juice and mm. and and water and as in all these other fluids liquids, yeah. yeah liquids and there's a fast that you can only take vegetables mm. the one um it's normally called the Daniel, the Daniel fast, fast yeah. the Daniel fast where imagine for 10 days they were tested and they were way better mm. uh, um and and uh there's there's a fast that as in there are many many types of fast i know yeah, yeah. i know when it comes to fasting as millennials or centennials and all the alls, mm. uh, <laughs> you find that some people may say that for me, fasting is not watching TV. Mm. Fasting for me is not, um, as in, fasting for me is... Being off social media. Yeah, being off social media yeah. and all these things. Me, me, I won't disagree with you, but me, for me, the way I see it right is going yeah. without food because there's something that food does to someone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. know you can be so angry but the moment At you people, have the moment you have food. <laughs> and also there's a reason as to why the Bible is saying, I will destroy the stomach. Mm. The Bible speaks about greed and all mm. this. And you see the opposite of all this is it gets you to a place of humility. Oh yeah, yeah it gets yeah, you to yeah. a place of seeking higher spiritual power mm, and this mm. is god and you look at all other religions by the way um buddhists fast yeah monks uh even even nowadays guys fast um guys that don't know god they yeah. fast because of their bodies they want to maintain a certain fasting yeah intermittent that, yeah. fasting a, a specific figure but mm. for me i will say just try going without food yeah, for a yeah. certain period of time. I know there are challenges when it comes to fasting. Um, for me, how I started fasting is going, going like skipping breakfast mm. and spending some time in prayer and then yeah, skipping yeah. breakfast and lunch. And then I got to a place where I, I fasted 40 days. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, it wasn't easy, mm. but it was worth it because the wisdom and the things that God deposited mm. in my spirit and the things that I saw God do yeah, God, yeah. God, God do during that time, as in it was just mind-blowing. Yeah, and I even yeah. got part of the book, in fact, most of the book, mm. because over 90% of the book was written while I was praying and fasting. Wow. This is, this is the book Lifted? Lifted, yeah. Yeah. Wow, and it's you know like in everything you said, the one thing that really stood out was um, there's fasting and there's hunger strike. So um, we need to be careful yeah. that we're not going on a hunger strike. Our fasting is accompanied by prayer, intense prayer, and seeking God earnestly. Mm. I think that's the that can be the landing point for today's conversation. Okay, intentional fasting. Yeah, intentional prayer knowing that God doesn't just want to hear from us. He wants us to hear from him. Yeah. So it's, it's communication like you would with any lover in your life. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, let me speak and listen to me. Mm. And it's, I would say, I would, I would even argue it's more important to listen from God because I mean, he's the creator of the universe. True. So he gives us everything. And if we can eliminate any blocks we have when it comes to, you know, with the tools such as fasting, mm. you know, like you said, it's it's not bad to fast from social media. In fact, I would even argue, like I would I would advocate for that. Sometimes we need breaks from yeah. from from these spaces, but it's it's monumental to fast, like to deny ourselves food because mm. it really really brings us to a place of humility and submission yeah. to God in the spirit. Um, yeah, man, thank you, thank you so much, thank you so much for that. It was so so amazing, mm. and I look forward to having more conversations with you on different topics guys kt is a well of information a well of knowledge you're really blessed thank and you i just thank you so much for i thank god for knowing you and um <laughs> you know even as you finish maybe you can just send out a prayer to the person who's been listening to this who has been reconsidering reevaluating, or even maybe for the first time they're actually learning about the relationship between fasting and prayer mm. and they've and they really just want to go on this radical life because they want to see change in their own individual lives. So mm. you just whisper a prayer for them. 
That's a big um, for for more info about prayer and fasting, you can read a book by John Tizin Franklin. Mm-hmm. There's also a guy called E.M. Bounds. E. They've Bounds. talked about prayer. There are many, many articles, many, yeah. many materials. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you at a place that you are at a crossroads? Are you at crossroads where you need to make a decision? Mm-hmm. Are you at a place where there's something that has been disturbing you for like... A, a long period of time yeah. are you at a place that you need to know what next move what next venture are you at a place you are just maybe stagnant in your work with god yeah. well this is for you yeah. as in it's time to just get to that place of prayer and fasting if yeah. you haven't that is yeah. and uh and and uh, and uh, i i believe that god is going to speak to you if possible you can also go to a prayer mountain just go yeah by yourselves. That's what Jesus was saying in Mark chapter 6 mm. from verse 29 to 32. Come by yourselves with me. We can go to a quiet place. Yeah. And yeah. and in that quiet place, that is where you will find yeah. rest. And rest is victory. Yeah. Let's pray. Mighty and everlasting Father, I pray that even as we get to that place of prayer and fasting, mm. it's not about what we will get in terms of you blessing us. But in, it's also in terms of what we will lose, mm. because we might lose um, a bad attitude. We might lose um, um, the things that, Father, you're trying to shade off from our lives, be it mm. even friends. Yeah. I pray that all this, as all this happens when we get to that place of prayer and fasting, mm. Father, may you, may you be glorified. I pray that you help us to grow deeper and deeper in you each and every other waking day of our lives. Mm. Father, I pray above all, help us to to, to be intimate with you in our Bible study, Mm. in our personal devotion to you. I pray that, Lord, that you grow us in a manner that we will never be the same again. We thank you. We honor you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you guys for listening in. Um, Enjoy the rest of your time. Love you all. Goodbye.